Welcome back to episode 18 of the Block Runner Podcast. I am your host, William, along with your co-host, I-Man. As always, let's go over the topics for episode 18. First, we discuss the initial difficulty in understanding blockchain. Next, we talk about another helpful tool you can use to research crypto. Then, the Treasury Secretary discusses regulation for Facebook's Libra and Bitcoin. And finally, we discuss the President's tweet about Bitcoin and Libra. I hope you enjoy. Let's listen in. Yeah. I guess like us young people were more equipped for like rapid change, I feel like. Yeah. Like it's all we've known, dude. Like we we were like PC gamers and shit. We know like as soon as we buy a graphics card, like by next year, this shit sucks. Yeah, true. <laughs> you know what I mean? But then again, we were young and we kind of blew off Bitcoin for, you know, a good while there. So well, that's a little it more. It's a little more like it's more in depth. Paradigm shifting than yeah. a graphics card, you know. What yeah. I mean? <laughs> and like, like the guy on this fucking forum post said, "Dude, it's hard to understand, man." Yeah, it is. Like when I first heard about Bitcoin, I was probably what? How old was I? Well, twenty uh, thirteen. Tw- twenty fourteen. Twenty thirteen. Yeah. Twenty thirteen is probably when I first heard of it. it. Yeah. So six years ago. So twenty three. Twenty three. Yeah. Twenty three. Twenty three. Yeah, dude, I think I was way dumber. Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. I was like in the middle of college, like, <laughs> yeah, that's why. I, that's I, I. You know what? I understood Bitcoin. I, I said this on the podcast before. Yeah, you know? I understood like how cool it, was. it sounded. Great to me whenever Andreas was pitching it on the Rogan oh, podcast. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it wasn't something I was like, oh, that's stupid. It was just like, it was fucking hard to figure out at the <laughs> time, man. And like, it was hard, and I had other shit to do, so it was like it wasn't worth my time. I yeah, like. uh, because. If it was like a bull market, I probably would have jumped on the opportunity. But it was like I heard about it after it took a fat mega dump. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because of Mount Cox. Yeah. So I was yeah. like, I, I wasn't. I was like, so yeah. My feeling was like, fuck, I missed the boat. You know. So yeah. why waste my time trying to learn this shit? Like, yeah, it, yeah. It makes it seem even more scammy, right? Whenever something just yeah goes from twelve hundred bucks to two hundred bucks or whatever. Yeah. It's like damn. It's like a lot of people just got scammed. Well, not, yeah. Not only that, it was the scam too. It was like I don't want to get yeah, scammed. Why Gox would I get went, into it? Exactly. And that was probably the primary way to buy a Bitcoin is through Mount Gox. I think I'm almost That's certain. Probably that was the like, only way. That was like it. Yeah. At the time, like literally, Bitcoin was like a dollar or something whenever Mount Gox came online or something. Yeah. And, oh damn! All the way to twelve hundred. After that. God damn. Yeah, dude. Pretty crazy. Twelve hundred X. Yeah. But. I mean, I wish they heard, I don't know, like Mitch said he heard about it, like uh, on poker forums and stuff. People, yeah. everyone I know apparently heard about it like way before me, uh. <laughs> but they never did shit about it. They all heard about mining is what they heard about, you know? True, it's true. Like, it's like, dude, these guys mining. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. Right? That's like, true, man. Try figuring that shit out. I couldn't even figure <laughs> out how to buy a Bitcoin. Like, how the hell am I supposed to figure out how to mine it? And even today, just to run mining software on a given server, just to just to go through the process of actually starting to mine something, it's not easy. Have you ever dabbled in it? Um, yeah, we looked into mining some cryptocurrencies. Yeah. Um, not not just Bitcoin, just to see how it's done, but other cryptocurrencies. Like, um, I think it was. I think we tried Bitcoin Cash actually. You tried? Yeah. On what? It was just a regular piece of hardware, a server that we had. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, we tried, yeah. That's pretty cool. But we realized, obviously, it was more of a learning kind of exercise than, like, actually trying, like, to, trying to get megabucks or nothing. Yeah, no. Nah. 
Well, what stopped you? Just the realization of like, yeah. Well, first, you can't do this. I mean, we're pretty technical, but we're not that technical. So, but we were able to do it. And that, I mean, it was you just. You know what time? Like what, what year this was? No, it was, it was like a year and a half ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, it wasn't That's that the problem. Ago. Like it, that's like, it, if you're dabbling in it, like after the mining boom, right? Like. Yeah. A6 or a thing now is like, there's really not much potential to be made. Yeah. Unless you're mining like some literally like some like, shit to your coin nobody yeah. knows about. Like, yeah, rank dude, 600. If you were mining, like, if you knew about Ravencoin and you mined yeah. the fuck out of those back yeah. then, you would have been balling. Well, there's a, there's a, a cryptocurrency right now called uh, Litecoin Cash. <laughs> which is Litecoin Cash, huh? Yeah, so like Whatever Bitcoin. they got that idea. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's basically, as you might guess, it's a fork of Light Litecoin. Yeah. But it's it's I guess more in circulation or bigger block size, right? Yeah, whatever something it like is. Something like that, just like something tiny. But I I just looked into it because I was just curious, and I think it's like rank four to six hundred, something like that. Damn, way down there. So Bitcoin Cash at least had like a good start. You know? Oh what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, but it, Bitcoin Cash, it became as popular as it did because it had a legitimacy on forking. Like, people wanted to be closer to Satoshi's vision, which, yeah, you're right. you know, we got Craig right now, but mm -hmm. but Satoshi's, <laughs> like, intent for a peer-to-peer -peer currency versus what Bitcoin currently is right now, which is, like, a store of value. Yeah. And so that, you know, obviously there was actual, like, communities splitting at that point. But yeah. Litecoin Cash, I mean, it's just somebody. Copycat. Yeah. Just like how Litecoin. Yeah. You know? But the point here is is that you could mine Litecoin Cash and actually get actual coins rather than, like, dust from, you know, all these other. Yeah, you never know. Shit, that shit could blow up one day. Yeah, it That's could. That's the thing about, yeah, if you're a miner, like, um. You know, like a what would you call them, like a retail miner. You're like, you don't got yeah. that many miners or something. Yeah, that's I a good. Thought, way. I thought about this, dude. Like, whenever I was rolling in crypto cash, and I had, remember, <laughs> I told you, I have a shipping container on my yeah. property. I have like a one acre piece of land. Yeah, yeah. And there's just like a shipping container for some reason on it. Yeah. <laughs> 40, 40 feet of nice size. But and do I, you have access to electricity? Not yet. That's okay. the thing. And I would probably run it on generators and like fan well, it up the ass. That that would be way too expensive because you, you had yeah. to get gasoline or yeah. some other fuel. So yeah, I, I know, but I just had this I envision in my head of like filling that bitch with miners and yeah. like <laughs> cooling it down and mining. Uh, at the time, I wanted to mine vert coins. Yeah, because at the I time you heard of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an ASIC resistant cryptocurrency. That's right. like, at the time when everybody was just figuring out what ASICs were and like how bad they are. It centralizes yeah the mining pools and stuff. Yeah. So I had this thought in my head, like, dude, maybe one day people will like revolt and be like, let's all go to Vertcoin, you know, because mm -hmm. it's 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 good. It has ASIC resistance built into it, so it's more decentralized. Yeah, it doesn't let you fucking build these ridiculous miners and shit, and right? Right. Or all the hash power and stuff. So I, I thought it would take off, but I don't think it did. Yeah, we can. We look should it look up. out. <laughs> yeah, where is Vertcoin today? I so, had that thought in 2017. You know, the issue is cooling the computers too. And oh yeah. You I've can't. seen a bunch of setups. There's people who do that. They have like shipping. No, there was actually an ICO for a company who, like, you can invest in part ownership. That's what they did. They just had a ton of shipping containers and they had them all over the world. Right. And they're just miners. Oh, yeah. Remember? It was like yeah. ever something. Like, or. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it ended up being like some scam. That was gone. Yeah. 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 Total scam. 
But they had an exit awesome, scam. Awesome commercial though. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I say. Every time you see like an awesome promo, like yeah. that, like that energy coin. Remember, yeah. dude, we gotta watch that again. Hey, you know what? Hey, Chico Crypto was talking about energy coin. What do you that, say? Uh, what's it called? Energy. It's called energy. It's called energy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember what he said, but what well, was it? Good. I think bad? he likes it. Yeah, it was good. Really? Yeah. Yeah, but he probably gets paid, dude. The, but he would have said that. Now I I didn't check the description, so I can't. Might confirm. be in there because it might be in there. It's it's it, the timing is a little peculiar. because yeah. there's a lot of other exactly like Data Dash. He's chilled it recently. That's right. You know they're going around paying these people, yeah, these crypto influencers. They got like, they got a ton of cash now, dude. Yeah, they had like an eight x or something. Dude, yeah. Let's watch that. What, what were we gonna pull up? Oh yeah, Vertcoin. Vertcoin. So ranked two hundred and twelve, and uh, market cap is seventeen million. Oh, you, dude. Um, I showed you. Have you gone to Santiment? Santiment. Yeah, Santiment. Uh, Santiment. Net. So it's 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 uh it's like the word sentiment. Yeah. But with the the letter A. Oh, you of told e. me about this. Yeah. And so if you go to Sandbase, you can see like the developers' activity on a given blockchain. It's pretty cool. Well. <laughs> oh, look at that. So trending words right now is Muchin. Which is the Treasury Secretary? Right, which video is, we just watched. Yeah, we're gonna talk about soon. Yeah, um, but if uh, Wait, trending where though? I think in in a lot of so uh, different social medias like tro- Twitter and maybe BitcoinTalk.org. What the fuck? Hold on. Okay. So in sentiments, trending words. Every nine hours, we calculate the top ten words with the highest spike in mentions on crypto social media. Okay, crypto. So they like they're they're. It's it's highly targeted. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. Compared to the previous two weeks average. So this list aims to do two things. Give you feedback or give you a quick overview of a top developing topics in crypto at the moment. And number two, help you spot hype peaks and local tops. So basically. That's really cool. Yeah. No, that's good. Because like as a crypto like investor or anybody who's interested in crypto, it's hard to fucking find like what's trending, right? Mm -hmm. Because you have to sift through all the everything to find out like what's hot. Yeah, and so this here are the for you. here are the other words associated with Muchin. So it's Treasury, Bitcoin, Crypto, Secretary, Briefing, Price. So and of course Libra. So that's another big topic. Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty cool. So if we go and search, ETH is ETH is second. That's interesting. Yeah. So we search for Ethereum. We go into the <laughs> cryptocurrency here, and down here is development. So when you click on this. It shows you development activity. What are those purple dots? Like a commit or something? Yeah, it's essentially... Let's click on this. So based on a number of GitHub events, including issue interactions, PRs, comments, and wiki edits, plus a number of public repositories a project is maintaining. Hmm. And so this kind of gives you like the development activity. Yeah. Well, looks pretty stable. Yeah, and so let me give you another example of one that might not be stable syndicator. Okay. And so we click on this. Whoa, it's pretty much dead. It's dead. No, there, nobody's working on syndicator. Wow. Remember I, I, uh-huh. remember I talked to you about potentially investing in this one because it's such at a good price? Exactly, right? right. Price doesn't mean shit, yeah. So now there's this a caveat is, to this. Okay. Now they might be moving off of GitHub, and which is why they're not registering any updates what's other than github um there's a couple more uh i can't think of any off the top of my head but there's other platforms that you can uh, collaborate on on code development yeah okay but it's still the majority use github though right yeah so this is like a good this tool is to pretty use good sure. yeah let's yeah. use what well, let's look at energy okay see what they're doing yeah 
This was great about not being sponsored podcast. We could talk shit about anybody yeah. we want. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, that don't look too hot. Well, I mean, even I think even at so zero activity. I mean, they have like little spikes here and there, but it's not consistent. You know? Yeah. That means only a few people are working on it, and maybe a few people are contributing and yeah. commenting, and yeah. yeah, it depends how they're structured too. Maybe this is like a an open like an open source platform where anybody can contribute. They have like an idealized goal and they said, well, if you want to work on it, here's our GitHub. And But something I don't like, like during its like ridiculous peak run up, there's been like no activity. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, this it's tough, None. man. It's tough. Now, if we go look at uh, Ethereum. I mean, this is just one, this is the thing though. That's just, this is one analytical tool. Yeah. It's you just, don't base your like, okay, this project is shit because they have no, you know, low, Commit volume or whatever, right. whatever this is called. Yeah. Development commits. activity. There you go. Yeah. yeah but there's other, you know, parameters to look at. But, I mean, this is, if this nobody's is working one. on it, <laughs> if nobody's working on it. This then, is a biggie. Yeah. Well, yeah, look at Ethereum. Like, we all know there's an insane developer community, right? So, ideally, a project that you want to invest in or, like, pay attention to should mimic this, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Wouldn't you think? Yeah, and this one, I mean, it's pretty consistent. Uh, let's say, what's the date on here? Uh, January first. There's not a whole lot of developers working on January first, so true. It's uh, it it follows, you know. A That's good, why there's a big dump off at yeah. January first. Yeah. So this is pretty pretty good, pretty accurate. No, it looks good. Um, but the thing is, this is like a mature, already existing, you know, project Ethereum. Yeah, and look at their Twitter followers. It's just That's plateauing. Yeah, it goes up. But it's like, <clears throat> so and I'll show you what Twitter looks like. Let's for look syndicator up. just crashes. Yeah, people are just leaving. So that means the project's dead. But let me give you some context, though. There's at the top, it was like thirty-eight thousand followers, and at the bottom, there's thirty-six. So huge change, not really. Wait, say that again. Thirty-eight to thirty-six. Yeah, thirty-eight up here to thirty-six down here. Thousand followers. Okay. So. This is just a representation that, yeah, they lost 2,000, mm-hmm. but it's not like nowhere close to zero. So what else does it show? It shows developer activity and social trends. What Daily else? active addresses. Okay. So that's going it, down too. Yeah. It's more active when the price is higher, obviously. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's look up Matic. I want to see Matic because that's a very recent project. A lot of hype. And apparently with some adoption too. So this should be like, this should pass everything. Yeah. So uh, here's development activity. It's it's consistent. It's, there's never like a long period where it's like zero, right? Right. There's always activity. So as of April 2019 when they launched, I mean, it's been pretty good. There's I mean, activity. There's activity. Okay. They're, They're not like all just like chilling on the beach right now. Yeah. They're working. Twitter, Twitter. goes from 8,000 to 20,000. It's growing. Okay. Um, daily active addresses. Damn, big ass spikes for some reason on certain days. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't really show much of a trend. It's kind of like up and down. Yeah. But okay, that's cool. So this is just another tool that we can use when assessing a coin, and like when to go in and when to exit. So typically, the um, the words that that happen to come up here, the trending words. Mm-hmm. Like if Ethereum is starting to come up here and you see like Ethereum at an all-time high or close to an all-time high for at least an all-time high for the year, typically you want to sell at that point because that's when people are mostly talking about it and 
that's sort of what happens when people a lot of people talk about a given cur- currency. Well, okay, Ethereum in this case is the second most trending word and it's at an all-time low. Right, which is another reason why you probably should buy. Yeah. Or at least an indicator. You think so? Well, that's why people are talking about Ethereum? Um, not necessarily. I don't know. It's got to be, right? Cuz there's like really nothing going on in Ethereum. Uh, it says look at the associated words with Ethereum. It says long, sold, BTC, get, buy, short, bought. Huh. So some are saying short short it and others are saying go long with it and sold. Well, it makes people are selling because they're probably panic selling right now. Yeah. Cuz like it's it, the, the Ethereum Bitcoin pairing is like it, it, not all-time low. It's like it's low as like March of 2017 or something like that, which is before the Dow situation and stuff. So that right now the Ethereum ratio to Bitcoin is uh, so the price of Ethereum today is like two thirty bucks, two hundred thirty mm-hmm. bucks. Yep. And with the same ratio it had in March of twenty seventeen, when the price of Ethereum was like thirty bucks. Mm, I see. So it's something interesting. I mean, from a technical s- standpoint, like this is rock bottom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean for Ethereum? Yeah. In comparison to Bitcoin, at least. Yeah, and another thing to note is, you know, out of all the people that are participating in Ethereum, like all the retail investors, like there's only like a small percentage that are participating in social chats, right? Social networks. <coughs> and so this is just a small indicator of what's happening, but it's not necessarily really en- encompasses the entire market mm-hmm. sentiment, right? Yeah. And so the only thing that encompasses the entire market sentiment is the actual charts because true, the charts are the charts, right? And again, this could also, because Ethereum took like a massive dump a couple of days ago or maybe yesterday. Yeah. I don't know. Nobody really. I, I haven't heard why. But like, did on, it, did on it go Bit, below two hundred dollars? I think so. On Bitstamp, it did. It went to like one hundred ninety bucks on Bitstamp. Somebody oh. just sold off like a huge chunk of Ethereum for some reason. I think it's because it like broke like a, a support line. It was like hovering at for the past five or six months. Yeah, it got really close, and it broke below. And so, see, that's ETH USD. Look at ETH BTC. <clears throat> Where was that big dump? I guess was this the daily? Yeah. So you were. Scroll out a little bit. Like, you can clearly see a bottom right there, right? Where oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. Scroll. right. Get a little closer. A little closer. Well, I'm looking at, like, what is relatively, what point are we at right now compared to, like... Well, that's what I'm saying. It, it pretty much is below it that is. steady support, right? Like, look, the previous support go up, like, right there. Yeah, right here? Yeah. This is... That's been, like, a six-month support line right there. Yeah. That it's constantly bounced from. Yeah, that's true, man. It's broken out or it's broken down. So it's a shit. That's a buy signal if there ever was one. For a lot of people, that's a sell signal, right? Because it's going to keep going lower. But at some point, yeah. But yeah. how? I mean, it's how many satoshis is that? I mean, you can keep going lower, but my point is like, why is it going so low in comparison to Bitcoin? Yeah, I don't know. I think it's just BTC dominance. Everybody's just taking their money out of altcoins and going into BTC. That's why B- when Bitcoin went down. It didn't go down to like seven thousand or eight thousand. Not or, yet. <laughs> Not yet. Well, I Dude, you I'm got thinking, pretty close, man. Like you said, well, you said ninety eight hundred was going to be support. Yeah. And it bounced right off of ninety eight hundred. Yeah. So, but that doesn't mean it's not going to retest it. No, for sure, yeah. for sure. But, but I think that's why the ratio of the prices going down <clears throat> for the alt outweighs the ratio of Bitcoin going down. 
Like they went down, the alts went down like twenty percent on average. <laughs> yeah. Bitcoin went down ten percent. Yeah. So it's true. And that's because I think my my opinion is the money is going from the alts to Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Bitcoin right now, like I said, the bounce from ninety eight hundred, it, it it bounced all the way up to eleven thousand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so it's like alts were getting crushed on Bitcoin's way down, and now they're getting crushed still on Bitcoin's way back up. Yeah. You know what I mean. I'm going to delete some of these lines I have here. <clears throat> See, we broke out of that little black channel we were talking about last week. Remember? Yep. Your little channel, it's it's fucked. Yep. <laughs> so what I would do is just open up the channel a little bit more and see where well, it kind of ends up here. Now it won't work because... See right now it's re- now it's now that 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 black channel that you drew is kind of like it's resistance now. Yeah, that's why it's struggling to break out above it. So, well, we'll see. We'll see where it closes because this is this was today. It closed already today for for this what this chan what this uh this candle is tracking mm-hmm. the twenty four hours is tracking because it's on a daily chart. Mm-hmm. But it's already closed, so it closed above it. So I mean, it, we were only outside the channel for basically twenty four hours. True. I, I, I was assuming, like, as soon as we break out of this channel, I said 10.5. 10,500 is my call. Yeah. And it broke way below that. I thought yeah. it, there would be insane panic at that point to where, like, it just instantly goes down to 7,000 almost. And here's why I, don't, I didn't think that at all, because we went way below 10,500 right here. We went to 9,700, which is where I was calling the bottom or at least a support line. Mm-hmm. So what I'm thinking now is that we're seeing a... sort of like an accumulation for the next three to four months of of it going 15,000 and going to 10,000. Then it goes 13,000 and it goes 10,000. Yeah. And it's just basically like that until given enough time, people are just constantly buying and then it goes to 20K. That's that's literally the only other possible scenario that can happen here. Yeah. uh, That's what we originally predicted, right? Because when we went back to 2015 – Pre-havening, pre-2016 havening, we looked at the charts and we made comparisons and we made predictions like, yeah, this time around, it's going to mimic what happened, you know, after 2013, 2014 bear cycle. Yeah. And it pretty much did, but it took off a lot sooner than it was supposed to. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. The parabolic parabolic run up. Yeah. Took off a lot sooner and it went a lot higher than people expected to. Yeah, no, absolutely. No, no one thought it was going to go to 14,000. No, yeah, I thought... I mean, we're 6,000 at most. Yeah, we were 6,000 away from all-time high. I mean, that's yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, so, like, it was it came sooner because, uh, like, we didn't have as long enough accumulation like we should have because uh, I guess people were, like you said, yeah. people were anticipating this happening yep. run-up. Yep. So it, it caused an earlier initiation. Yep. And then I guess people <laughs> were over-exuberant about this shit, and it went so high. But with the same thing we said, after this parabolic run-up is going to have, like, a – Nice, solid correction and a, a sideways, like you said, accumulation sideways. phase. Accumulation, yeah. Until the happening. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Something like maybe, that. Maybe not so long. I think it'll go. No, not. Yeah, it'll, it'll go back up pre-happening. Pre-happening. Like maybe like two or three months before the happening, right? And then there's going to be. Another sell-off. A, another sell-off. And then we're going to have a slow for 12 months. And then that's when we hit all-time highs yeah. again. Or yeah. back to, that's a slow climb to 20K. And we're officially, officially in a bull bull market. Yeah. I think. Yep. I. I mean, so that that's option one that we already laid out. And here's the thing: is like in this, you know, up and down cycle accumulation zone, we're talking about a range of plus or minus five thousand dollars. Yeah. So you can make a ton of money 
in this well, in this yeah. accumulation zone. What do you mean, like just trading it? Yeah, yeah, just trading it. Yeah. Yeah. So if if this is accumulation zone, then yeah, you should have bought that ninety eight hundred support. Yeah. Because like I said, if it breaks below that, then option one doesn't exist. Option one was a failure. Yeah. We're not. That's not happening. Yeah. Uh, if it breaks below ninety eight hundred, option two, which is like I said, this is mimicking twenty seventeen's bubble. Yeah. You know what I mean? This the market psychology will follow exactly like it did back then. People will panic, will capitulate, you know, the sell-off will continue until it hits absolute despair, <laughs> whatever yeah. you want to call it. You know, this know. this whole thing is like hindsight is twenty twenty. I think yeah. given, an, you know, another month or two months, we'll be able to confirm that this was in another accumulation zone. It's hard to kind of predict in real time. Yeah. Uh, but I, I just don't see Bitcoin... Going below nine thousand dollars again, just because it just it doesn't it doesn't make sense. Well, especially with what's going on right now with Libra, yeah, shit like that. Like yeah, there's uh, there's, there's a lot. There's a there's we we have governments interested in cryptocurrencies yeah, confirmed. I gonna, yeah, I was about to say like the cryptocurrency awareness now is like at all time highs. Yeah. For sure. From people that actually matter. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> not from like the, ge- not from the general like. Joe's. Yeah. Like they don't matter yet. Yeah. But like the regulatory people, like the people who have been begging to like, you know, get involved and shit. Yeah. Because institutional money won't come in until all, all this shit's figured out. Right. That's right. That's right. So Libra was the missing piece. Yeah. Like we, we talked about That's this like it. in earlier episodes. Like what's it going to take for yeah. like regulation to fucking hurry up and come. You know what I mean? Because they're taking their sweet ass time, dude. Like they yeah. didn't care. Because think about it, dude. Crypto's a small fish. Like it is three hundred billion. Ha ha. Like <laughs> the government, look, they look at that market cap. Yeah, it's less than like one company on the stock. You know. Yeah, they they spend three hundred billion on a monthly basis. Yeah, it was like, dude, is this really worth our fucking time to come up with a whole <laughs> government entity to like regulate this shit? Yeah. But no, well, when a when a company starts shilling yeah. a cryptocurrency that is competing with not a company, yeah, well, yeah, fucking Facebook, dude, that's well, like, yeah, that's true, bang, that's yeah. one of the that's top two five billion companies people. in the world, yeah. yeah, two billion people access, you know, to a cryptocurrency that they that peaks some ears in the yeah, government big time because essentially, yeah, Facebook's not doing anything new as far as technology, no, for sure, and people. <laughs> You know, like Andreas Antonopoulos, they're not calling it a cryptocurrency. It's more like a <coughs> what a, you call it a company currency. I mean, okay, it's digital currency. It's a it's a it's a it's like a currency. It's like gold in in WoW, <sighs> but it's using the rules of of but, but you know, gold cryptocurrency. Never gold in WoW. Never. I guess it. Like it's, it's always it's, one. It's hard it's, to explain. It, think of it, gold in WoW. You can trade. You can use gold to purchase things within WoW, but. But Libra is sort of like that golden wow in the sense that those who accept Libra can only use Libra there. And yeah. and that's pretty much it. I mean, if, if there, you don't get adoption, if, if, if Facebook doesn't get merchants to adopt Libra, it's pretty much but useless. But Facebook in itself, like, because it has such a massive platform, it, yeah. if, it, if they created their own token, their own currency, and then their users used it for Facebook's products, you know, what does Facebook yeah. have? Like fucking everything, man. Just an ad platform. <laughs> That's what they have. But don't people on Facebook like buying shit, like video games, just games to play? Oh, yeah. That, that you too. could probably shop through Facebook, I think. I don't 
I don't use it, so I can't. Yeah, I don't <laughs> use it either. <laughs> shit, no. it's such a shit storm in Facebook. Like I can't handle it, man. It's just all bad. It's all trash. But it's not just Facebook. What else do they own? They own Instagram. They own Instagram, WhatsApp, and Facebook, and Oculus. Oculus, which I mean, could play a role in video games. Definitely. Yeah. So, but my point is, and it's not just Facebook either. It's it's the conglomeration. They have like tons of companies working with them. Mm-hmm. Uber, yeah. Lyft, fucking. Mastercard, Visa. I don't know. Yeah, but but what's my point? <laughs> well, it's a it's a company currency. So, like Andreas Antonopoulos was explaining that there's three types of currencies right now: the open pl- yeah. the open currencies like Bitcoin and Ethereum. Oh, he calls them the people currencies. The people's, the people's currency. currencies. That's right. Yeah. Then there's the government currencies like the ones we're all used to, and then there's the company currencies like Facebook, Libra, and there's going to be more coming. Right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Bezos. Or whoever did Bezos it. is not going to be accepting no Libra on no. Amazon. No, they, they create his own Amazon. Just for point. the principle of it, they're not going to accept it. Mm-hmm. Of course, some people would, you know, they'll take your Libra because they can go and convert it for fiat currency. But on principle, Bezos is not going to accept Libra. Yeah, they're, yeah, man, they're just not. Well, especially someone like or something like an entity like Amazon, where they want their fucking hands and everything. Yeah. That's right. You think, yeah, that's dude. Think about man, Silicon Valley now competing with banks. Yeah, banks should be shitting their pants. I think they have to be. Yeah, they, dude, they because before have to be. like yeah, like like Andreas said, they laughed off Bitcoin and shit. Yeah, that's right. But they didn't see this coming. No. <laughs> Nobody did, dude. Yeah, but it like I said, it's it, <clears throat> it's gonna introduce. It's gonna do what Bitcoin could, probably could never have done. It's yeah. you know introduce the world to what cryptocurrencies are and like how they're used, what's their purpose. It's going to educate the general population essentially. Yeah. At least to a certain extent. I mean, I even received a a text message from my mom and Uh she sent me a video. It was, uh, it was in Spanish about this. I don't know who he was. This apparently he's famous in Mexico or something, maybe like a news anchor. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And so this guy, he was, he was basically talking to the camera and he was saying that He's been receiving a lot of text messages and a lot of, you know, you know, comments that he was supposedly promoting a cryptocurrency when he wasn't. And what happened was some scammer out there was either using deep fakes or just using his face and putting ads out there to go and to some some website, some some account, some third party that that is claiming to invest your bitcoins for like 100% returns or 200% returns whatever it was. And so and people are doing it, right? They don't know enough to understand that it's there's a lot of scammers that are trying to take advantage of people who don't know enough. And that's the primary way. If you tell somebody, "Hey, I can get you with that bitcoin. Bitcoin's about making you 300% returns." Yeah. And that's what they assume. That's what this cryptocurrency is. Yeah. And, you know, obviously it's not well, the case. Yeah, they don't know exactly. They don't know to hardly anybody who buys Bitcoin on a retail scale knows what it is. Yeah. they All they hear is like, yeah, like you said, it's a tool it, to, to... To make a lot of money. Yeah. And it's just not. So, yeah, anybody, a con artist could use it, you know. And they're doing it effectively. <clears throat> I mean, if they're not hacking exchanges, they're they're hacking the minds of people and confusing them about what what it's supposed to do yeah fucking a but yeah man it's you know it's out there and it's because of facebook what what, what the, just the, what's, the, what's the, the concept the, the existence of cryptocurrency that it's legitimate that it's it's not it's not just money for 
well, um, for sure, illicit activities. Yeah, but but for sure, the Libra. Yeah, we. It's for sure already has the government. You know, the, the panties are in a. It's over. In a, in like a as, as as far as like the days where we're as a community, as a crypto yeah. community, we're all sitting here twiddling our thumbs, thinking like, when is regulation coming? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it's it's official, dude. It's coming now because of Libra. Because when you, we just watched the Treasury Secretary speak, and. Trust me, it's not Bitcoin's recent run up in price that like yeah. <laughs> rushed the Treasury Secretary to the White House podium to like fucking yeah. answer these questions, <laughs> right. right? They don't give a fuck about that. Uh, the reason why he's up there is because Facebook is in the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? So all of a sudden, there's massive pressure on their shoulders. Or yeah, imagine, you dude, know. the United States, three hundred fifty million people, of which let's say three hundred million actually have bank accounts, right? Because they're adults. Uh huh. And then you have Facebook come in, and and they claim to be a a digital bank yeah. that can support two billion people. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's more than countries. Uh, essentially, like uh, the two billion people who have Facebook or Facebook users, they're gonna wake up one morning and like there's gonna be this thing called Libra on their fucking yeah. platform right. of of choice that they use, and they're gonna be like, "What the hell is this?" Yeah, and I'm sure there's gonna be a little. A little eye next to it, like yeah, yeah. an info button. <laughs> it's gonna tell them, like it's gonna explain to them. Oh, it's just this a digital a currency. This is a cryptocurrency. Yeah, you know, it's just like the U.S. dollar. You, you can know, send it to your friends and family. Exactly through our WhatsApp. Yeah, through know? WhatsApp and Messenger. Uh, and, and if you want to fucking pay cam girls, you can do that on Instagram <laughs> or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, so, dude. Like people are gonna all of a sudden. Get their hands on this shit. And no no longer is just going to be like a tool of speculation. It's going to be an actual. And so they'll remove all the friction. They'll say, no, no more bank accounts necessary. Just convert your money into Libra, and you can use all our services and pay with Libra. <laughs> and it's just going to be like a click of a button. Make it so easy that you know our grandmother is going to understand. Yeah. They're going to be our grandmother is going to be asking us how how Libra works before you know they ask about Bitcoin work working so what do you think like um right now obviously there's like huge government scrutiny over this it might not even pass oh yeah they might just like it it might be a while it's gonna be a while i don't think they'll shut it down i think libra actually is gonna exist out there for for sure i think so for sure for now now it may not exist in india it may not exist in russia yeah you know but it's gonna be out there as long as it's regulated, is if if they regulate themselves according to banking regulations, they'll be out there. Calibra is the organization, right? Calibra is the organization. Yeah, the group of companies, twenty eight, potentially one hundred soon. Fucking eight! I need to read that white paper. Like, what's their? It's goal? it's not very long. It's like twelve, fifteen pages. I just want to know, like, their well, their their mission statement dude, or whatever. It's all marketing. Their mission statement is to bank the unbanked. Okay, so they're, yeah, they're saying they don't even care about their existing users. They don't. They say Libra is for those who have internet access but don't have a bank. Mm, okay. Which, you know, it could be easily a billion, billion and a half people on their platform right now. Yeah. On their, pl- oh, yeah, on their platform. Yeah. There's at least a billion people on Facebook that don't have a bank account. Yeah, for sure. And they're not, right. they're not buying ads. You know, they're, they're not starting companies. And and putting ads on Facebook, you know, and once once they have access to financial services like a Libra, they'll buy ads, they'll they'll start companies, and they'll you know participate in the so ecosystem then, of what Facebook. Is, what does the Calibra organization get out of that if the 
The, uh, a billion unbanked people all of a sudden are banked through the Calibra. Yeah. And so they're using the Libra. Th- the 28 nodes or yeah. 100 nodes, 100, yeah, they are validators of the transaction. So they get a piece of the, of the transaction plus they're staking. So they're staking their own currency and they're making interest off of the currency that you and I would put in for a Libra. So the bank account that is holding all the fiat currency, that is held at a, at an interest. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the nodes get paid in, off of that interest. <coughs> what about... <clears throat> but they're going to... So if, if Calibra is successful, they bank a billion unbanked, it's going to be the biggest bank in the world. Yeah, by far. By far. It's not even close. So how, And right now, the banks make their money... By lending money, right? Right. So will they be doing the same thing? Like, I would assume because that's the only way that uh, you can make interest on, on money is if you exactly. loan out that money. Now, if there's a bank run on Libra, right, people want their fiat currency back and not Libra, and the Calibra organization has loaned out some of that cash, then not everybody can get their cash back. But How the fuck the, do they distribute? But, okay, but the thing is, it's not about, there's no cash, right? What do you mean? I'm just trying to vision because what they're trying to what they're essentially going to do, like if if Calibra is successful and say all these tech companies create their own versions of banks and shit, mm-hmm. in order for it to be successful, it's going to kill no because these are unbanked. Like how does it fuck with the banked? Is what I'm trying to come at. Like the currently banked society, like America. Well, let's say well the banked. Um, so it affects the banks in the sense that maybe there's a better user experience using Libra. Like, for example, you and I, we have banks. Well, cryptocurrency is a, like a digital currency is is cheaper, right, to use? So the transactions transact? are cheaper, yeah. Okay, there's that. And uh, maybe people in other countries are sending, you know, uh, other family exactly. members outside the country. So there's that. Um, I don't know how much money banks make off of that, but I'm assuming Shit, it's a it's lot. A, it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, they're right? holding everybody's testicles there on, on that. <laughs> and it usually takes like a... A while, and right? it takes several weeks to get your money, like for send from one country to another. That's right, remittance. That sucks ass. That really sucks ass. Yeah. So if you if and it'd be just easier if you're in like in China, just send you Libra. Like that's so much easier, and then you can use they, Libra for whatever you need it for, and maybe yeah. extract cash out of it too. Good lord, dude. Yeah, this is fucking ridiculous, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you said, financial institutions have to be fucking. Yeah. Like I don't know what they're thinking right now, but it's like. I don't know, man. I think I mean, we're, you, this you, is the beginning of the end for them to to a certain extent. It's like it's gonna be a war against big tech and in finance yeah. finance industry. So, but but the banking industry, its structure right now, they have they're still using legacy systems from thirty, forty, fifty years ago, uh-huh. and they have an incredible inability to innovate simply because of regulation. Yeah, and so Facebook comes in and they're saying, "Well, we got we got our own money." And we can have access to 2 billion people, but they need to be regulated. And so that's why, like you were saying, the Treasury, the, the, uh, the Secretary of Treasury decided to go on a podium all of a sudden, not because <laughs> Bitcoin's, you know, $15,000. But the cool thing about that, too, because he's, he's mentioning Libra and Bitcoin in the same sentence. True. You know what I mean? That's what's True. cool about it. Yeah. Like he, they're recognizing, isn't it? Yeah, like like you said, there's there's three teams right now. Yeah, <laughs> there's the big tech team, there's the people's team, yeah. which is the Bitcoin team, and then there's governments, and then there's the fiat team, the That's government right. and banking cartel. You know what I mean? 
Shit. Three teams can't exist, man. That's what I'm saying. This is like a financial war about yeah, to go down, dude. <laughs> this is the shit I've been talking about. Like, what, what, what's necessary? What's it gonna take for like adoption and like, dude? Imagine real there's, shit to there's go, gonna real be shit to happen. there's gonna be tech teams, but then within the tech teams, there are like separate organizations, right? There's gonna be the Facebook Libra. Then there's gonna be the Amazon Coin. I mean, eventually. I don't know. Fuck. So then, where does Bitcoin come in? Okay, so if tech is successful and they just wipe out the banks. Well, the thing is... So what's the benefit of Bitcoin? Well, the benefit of Bitcoin is that... It's, Obviously, it's, it's truly world, decentralized. Yeah, and it's worldwide accepted to an, to an extent, right? I mean, you can go to China and people accept Bitcoin, but they might not accept the Libra coin. They might not accept the Amazon coin. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So there's that. And the other thing is, with Amazon coin and Libra coin and all that, they're, they're not private transactions, right? They can be subpoenaed to understand what you purchased and where that money came from. Mm-hmm. And so there's there's that. Now, <clears throat> it, it might be a good idea to convert your Bitcoins into an Amazon coin so that you can get that 10% discount for that TV. Mm. You know, that that would might be the only reason to use Amazon coin. Yeah. Shit. Because think about it, you're not you you're not you're not using a credit card, so they're not spending the 3.5% for your Visa credit card transaction. Yeah. And so it benefits them just to give you a discount on the TV so that you don't use Visa and MasterCard. Mm-hmm. That's smart. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, they, they, there's a reason why they're doing this. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Right now, it's just a white paper stage and stuff, but this is like a two-year effort. Like, it was two years ago when I heard Facebook was just, like, thinking about dabbling into cryptocurrencies. Like, right. Mark Zuckerberg said that. And yeah. He was like, oh, this crypto thing is interesting it's, it's interesting yeah. <laughs> yeah you like maybe like a tweet or something about it shit i wouldn't be surprised if tesla comes out with their own coin that powered by electricity um you know kind of like power ledger yeah power ledger is interesting man that's why everyone thought tesla would get involved somehow yeah you know it's just the way for instead of like putting your excess energy back into the grid it's like why not tokenize it and trade it and that's right know, store that's right. it or sell it whatever the fuck exchange it for your cryptos so yeah. <clears throat> Cool idea, cool concepts, but yeah, man, this is this is, this is interesting to follow this whole Libra thing. I the, I, I kind of for some stupid, I totally dismissed it at the beginning for some reason. I was like, uh, Facebook, it's centralized. <laughs> like nobody's gonna, you know. Yeah, it doesn't compete with Bitcoin at all. I, it yeah. competes with the banking cartel. Yeah, which is huge. Which then, is huge. Yeah, which yeah. is you know a good thing because the. Libra coin is the vessel to cryptocurrency regula- regulation. That's pretty much my point. Like, that's for as of right now, that's what I see. Like, the Libra is a godsend in that sense. Like, yep. like, like I said, this is like a for sure um, confirmation. Confirmation. Yeah. That yeah. like cryptocurrency, the sector as a whole, is on its way to yep. like a real thing. Yep. You know what I mean? It's I, no longer I totally agree. no longer are there gonna be talks of like this shit's just like internet money. Nah, fuck that, dude. Not only that, in addition to that confirmation from the government because of Libra, we've already have a, another company who has gone through regulation A financing through cryptocurrencies and and uh security token offering. Who was that? Uh I forget the name, but um what they did was they spent two million dollars, basically a a gift to the crypto community, $2 million to work with the SEC regulation committee mm-hmm. to structure a, 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 a line-by-line, step-by-step regulation guide for any cryptocurrency uh, that's wanting to do an ICO. An ICO and, or STO? Well, 
they're one and the same okay. for this for this particular document, this Reg A. Reg A. And so what happens is now any startup company can do an ICO up to I think fifty million dollars, mm-hmm. but they have to be compliant with this Regulation A, mm. which there's a lot of rules to it and everything. But nonetheless, it's there's a framework to doing an ICO now. That's good. Yeah, and somebody's already used it. And somebody's already used it, and they got approved. So, but it took them two million dollars to actually set up all the uh, the the guidelines for this regulation. Hmm. And so it was. It, it, so this company has existed since 2013. I, I'll hmm. look it up, but uh, they um, existed since 2013, and they spent two million dollars. So they've already had revenue to spend. Obviously, no startup can spend two million dollars to go through this. So. The idea here is to raise $50 million, but it's not going to cost you a whole lot of money to actually follow the guidelines, essentially. Is it called, is it called props? Uh, no. So oh, okay. I'll look it up here. I was just wondering because that, that was a really big project that I was looking at before that already has like uh, existing users and like revenue and shit. And then it was going through an ICO phase. And from what I heard, it was already regulated, all this good stuff, right? Uh yeah, it's definitely not that. It's not that, not props. Okay. <clears throat> what do you What did you just search? So Reg A uh, offering. Uh huh. You should probably type in like crypto or something after that. I don't know. There you go. Block stack token offering. So um, the United States Securities and Exchange Commission (SEC) has given blockchain-based startup Blockstack the go-ahead to run a twenty-eight million. A public token offering under Regulation A+, according to a report by the Wall Street Journal on July 10th. Blockstack will reportedly launch its token offering online tomorrow, July 11th. While other firms have previously taken advantage of Regulation A funding, this marks the first time that investors will receive a token rather than shares in the company. So it's it's a security token, um, but it's following the Reg A guidelines and a, technically a cryptocurrency. Mm. So, so Reg A, what kind of company is it though? What does it do? Is it a crypto project? Yeah, I think so. A crypto. Okay, so it's a crypto project. So Reg A is an initial public offering alternative geared towards startups in need of early funding. Regulation A funding was introduced in 2012 via Jumpstart Our Business Startups Act. As a report, as the report says, any member of the public public can partake in a Regulation A funding round. Mm. That's awesome. That means you and I could participate in this in this round as long. But here's the thing with these sorts of investments. This is where you have to help me here. This is where you have to do research on the company. This is um, fundamental analysis of a company investing <clears throat> to see what just to see if the company makes sense. Like maybe this yeah. guy, this guy's making glass bottles. OK. And to us, that might not be a great investment because we can. We can get glass bottles down the street, right? Mm-hmm. But so this is like a fundamental investment kind of analysis that you have to do in order to invest in these things. But of course, yeah, they're, they're compliant, they're regulation compliant, and so this this is kind of juicy for an investor. I would think so if it's the first actually SEC registered and compliant. If they went through all this work, it says right here, ten months and approximately two million dollars to gain approval from the SEC. Okay, so they they fucking went through yeah. all the hoops and shit. So they went through all the hoops so that other companies can can go through the hoops a little bit easier. Yeah, like they set the fucking, like you said, the framework. Yeah. They were the first ones. So they have obvious belief, like they're sticking around. 
Yeah. Because they know the government's, like, watching their every move, right? For prior to them, and I guess it's also because they know ICOs, nobody trusts them anymore. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah, I mean, look at this. The report cites research from token data, which apparently shows that ICO funding dropped from $6.9 billion in quarter one, 2018, <laughs> To 118 million. Oh yeah, in quarter one, 2019. I wonder how many ICOs were launching in comparison from 2018 to 2019. You yeah, know what I, mean? I think I want to say it's an aggregate amount from all of 2017 to the beginning of 2018. Compare that to all of 2018, and so so we have what? What is that? That's a 60. That's a 70 x difference <laughs> in ICO funding. Yeah. No, for sure, dude. Because I mean, we, people learn from their mistakes. Well, you know? it's so one thing is learning from mistakes because there's a lot of shit coins and shit scams out just, there. Just about every ICO was pretty much a scam coin. Pretty much, almost every single one of them. But the second thing is, it nothing was regulated, and those legitimate companies that offered that actually did an ICO. I mean, the 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 freaking roof came down on them from a regulatory standpoint. Yeah, and so that required you know some companies to close their doors just because they couldn't you know get out through the fines yeah so you know this is good this is good like yeah like, like you said so we got regulation coming in from the secretary of treasury and stuff just just as far as figuring out <clears throat> what did he really say uh oh, th- well, like they just want to make sure like that cryptocurrencies like libra or bitcoin they go through all the same yeah. Like, what do they call them? AML. AML and KYC. And then there's, like, what's FinCEN? He said FinCEN a lot. So, FinCEN is... Basically, yeah, just... <clears throat> they don't have a problem with any of this stuff as long as it's just, you know... So, FinCEN is Financial Crimes Enforcement Network. Okay, so they're trying to, like, make sure money laundering isn't a thing Correct. and all stuff. Yeah. yeah, so if you do a startup company in the United States and you're just dealing with, like legitimate people's currency like bitcoin and ethereum you have to do a kyc to make sure you're following the, the aml ky and kyc and fincen guidelines to prevent money laundering and other nefarious activities mm-hmm. and um so if you don't do that the, the the government will come and find you and put you in jail essentially mm-hmm. so any startup company dealing with cryptocurrencies has to do this yeah so but notoriously like you know the whole heart and soul of crypto is supposed to be like, fuck regulation, yeah. you know, we're independent of the government, you know. But the thing is, it's so easy to scam people, as we've seen, six yeah. po- $6.9 billion pretty much down the drain. I mean, there is a handful of companies that actually are legitimate, like EOS and... and, and so far, yeah. But even Telegram, they raised like $4 billion Yeah, off of a chat app. I mean, come on. Straight fucking hype, dude. Yeah. That shit is was unbelievable. Yeah, <laughs> the ICO mania. <laughs> I couldn't. Now looking back at it, dude, I can't believe that shit actually happened, man. Yeah, yeah. And like while it was going down, it just felt like I don't know. It just felt like so natural <laughs> <laughs> for some reason. It felt like this is just like ooh, blockchain and crypto is like so revolutionary. Yeah, it's like of course all these projects are gonna succeed, right? <laughs> <laughs> It's it's delusion and stuff, you yeah, know. Yeah. yeah, it was unbelievable. Right, but now that we have time, we've had so much time to like sit here and reflect on everything. Yeah, man, right. what a ridiculous shit show, man! There's people making so much money just off of white papers, man. It's so crazy. No regulation. God damn. Yeah, 
That's never gonna happen again, dude. Or if it is, please let me know, Willis. If you see, <laughs> if you like notice some other fucking thing come out and it's like no regulation, people are just like, I don't know, making money like on the fly. Well, wow. now, now, now that crypto's on the radar of of governments, yeah, yeah, we were not, we're yeah, a lot less, we're a lot less in the wild west than we were two years ago. <laughs> Which is what we wanted, like yeah. I said. Yeah, this Dude. is better because now the options for I- ICOs are o- options that are legitimate. They have gone through the regulation. Now now we're really doing some due, dil- due diligence here with these companies. Like like you used to do back in 2017, you would go and research the company to see who are the founders, mm-hmm. their LinkedIn, what product are they building, you know, who's their market. You. All this research now applies because the options now are all legitimate options, right? They're not scam companies. Now, mm-hmm. of course, we see scams all the time with other companies not dealing with cryptocurrencies. Like we've seen scams with, as a matter of fact, they just confiscated a, a shipping container full of a billion dollars worth of cocaine and drugs. And that shipping container was owned by, I think, JP Morgan. Yeah, I think I heard of that. Yeah, so... Uh, obviously, there's uh, going to be scams still, but... Was it owned by J.P. Morgan? Or was it like the company was like financed through J.P. Morgan or something like that? I'm not sure, but J.P. Morgan or one of those banks were... <laughs> Dude, there's no way J.P. Morgan is going to get any flack for that. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course not. No. So, uh, let's see. Yeah. Ship seized with 20 tons of cocaine. Has, has Italian billionaire ties. Damn, Italians, you motherfuckers, dude. You guys are clever. Dude, how did they get away with that shit, dude? Well, I guess they didn't, right? They got caught. But I'm assuming well, that's they, not their first time. No, this is not their, <laughs> this is the first rodeo. Hell no, dude. 35,000 pounds of cocaine in GUS waters, man. It was confiscated during a raid of the ship last month. Valued $1.3 billion. That's fucking insane. Dude, that's a huge hit to whatever criminal organization just lost all that cocaine. Yeah. Now, <laughs> they they did mention a bank here, but I guess not. No, I, I remember. You're right. Either way, that's pretty fucking goddamn impressive, dude. <laughs> the fucking smuggling industry never ceases to amaze me, man. Yeah. There it is, J.P. Morgan. I heard it. Or I saw it. I didn't hear anything. Scroll up. Why? Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, there it was. Chase. Yeah, so it says a ship with more than one billion in cocaine aboard that was seized in Philadelphia on the fourth of July is owned by financial giant JP Morgan Chase, according to a report. So all yeah, those times yeah. that we heard, like for example, today, the Treasury the Secretary of Treasury said that cryptocurrencies tend to be tied to illicit activities. <coughs> right. And so then this comes out and a billion dollars worth of cocaine tied to JP Morgan Chase, which well, well technically not necessarily tied. Just the ship was owned by J.P. Morgan, but that doesn't yeah. mean, like, fucking yeah. Jamie Dimon was the fucking captain. No, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> He's not over there running tons of cocaine, like, back and forth as far as I know. Shit. Well, what, what I was going to say is that the Treasury may not be completely wrong in cryptocurrencies being associated with illicit activities because Jamie Dimon is coming out with a JPM yeah. coin. So, there you go. There's the tie. So, he's not wrong. What the fuck's the JPM coin going to do? Well... It's a cryptocurrency associated with illicit activities. What? 
You see what I'm saying? Like it's J.P. Morgan Chase. Yeah, they're gonna come out with a coin. I think they, aren't they actually making a coin? Yeah, they are. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What the fuck is the point of that? <laughs> what well, I, I don't know. They're okay. they're trying to make their own bank Dude, coin. Everyone's making a fucking coin, man. So is this like the what's gonna happen? Well, just, remember, just two years ago, it's it, the the saying was the 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 motto of the of 2017 is is not Bitcoin. It's 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 blockchain and not Bitcoin. Who 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 was saying? I that? mean, everybody was saying. You that. mean like the, all all the elites? Like yeah, all, like yeah, all the like, companies is like don't yeah. focus on Bitcoin. It's about blockchain. It's like blockchain is the real revolution. Bitcoin and so now, is, so now it's about companies just actually deploying a cryptocurrency now. Yeah. Now whether they're obviously they're not going to make it, they're not going to survive. Well, why why in the hell would you need a JPM coin? Maybe they're going to use it all all of us JP Morgan customers, right? Just like well, it's possible that or they're trying to compete with Ripple. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But you as Bank of America, why would you use a G- JPM coin to do a, a bank-to-bank transaction? You wouldn't because it goes against your, your principles, essentially. Fucking A, man. So, yeah, I mean, we're obviously, man, this is still the beginning of everything. Sort of the beginning? Yeah, this is definitely the beginning of like... Like co- currency wars. No, like mega corporation. Yeah, I guess we should just start a YouTube channel called Currency Wars. Currency Wars. Yeah, you think that's? Just, you think that's what it is? And daily updates on like currency <laughs> battles. Currency Wars, dude. Yeah, we need some type of YouTube presence for sure, man. Like, yeah, we do. I, I don't know. I mean, we could just I do what we're doing here, I guess. No, just, absolutely. I think you know, we gotta we gotta record a screen and record. Ourselves. It doesn't necessarily have to be the podcast. It could just be like, you know. Something in like an interesting topic, like yeah. like what we just watched. Yeah, like a review of it, and then like our thoughts. It would probably be like twenty thirty minutes long. Yeah, yeah. Might, that might even be too long, like a ten fifteen minute video. And it's like there you go. Yeah, <laughs> an explanation <laughs> of what ju- what we just saw, or like our thoughts, general. Pretty much what we just. Yeah, what we but, just but did. Not in, I don't know. Pod, maybe not in podcast format because maybe like YouTube videos are supposed to be more. Informative? I don't know. Interactive, like visual. Because I know from my perspective, like a lot of the times I don't even like that video we just watched, that Secretary Treasury, it was like what, twenty minutes, twenty five minutes long? Yeah. I yeah. normally I'd I go and find like a, a crypto YouTuber who spent his time to go watch that <laughs> shit and then he condensed it into like a five, six minute video and like gave me all the key points. You know yeah. I mean? Yeah, true. Just But it sometimes it's good to get the like the I, true yeah. context and the source. I agree, but I'm just from a consumer's perspective, like, dude, fuck. Yeah. Like, six minutes is a lot better than 30. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> if you can get just as much value. So. The, the only thing is you got to play by YouTube's rules. So, sometimes I think the algorithm uh, benefits those who make 10-minute or longer videos. Really? Longer retention videos make more money. You know, so there's all these things Jeez. that you got to do. You have to learn the game. Dude. Yeah, yeah. We can figure that out. Yeah, that's not a big deal. You got this. Yeah. Anyways. Dude, I'm having a gas attack live on the podcast. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I can't, like, talk too much because I'm constantly over here, like, belching to my right, dude. Like, I got, like, so much gas for some reason. Uh, I don't know what's that's happening. That's hilarious, dude. <laughs> but, but anyways, so, yeah. We also, yeah, we watched that Andreas Antonopoulos talk about Libra, and he, see, dude, he was fucking weird. Like, okay. Not a cryptocurrency. No, like, he started off his presentation, like, super bullish on this Libra thing, but then he, he said something very key. Oh, he was being, you know. Yeah, exactly. He said, he said something like, what's going to be great? Because he made like an, an awesome analogy how 
Like what what Facebook and Libra is gonna do is what AOL did. Yeah. For the internet, like it, it it onboarded a ton of people onto the internet, but the wrong version of the internet is what he called it. And then at, right after he said that analogy, he gave another analogy of of um the comet hitting Earth and destroying all the all the dinosaurs. Yeah. It's like you look up into the sky. It's like, oh, what's that shiny little thing? And it's like Bitcoin. And then, then all of a sudden, that shiny little thing gets bigger and bigger. And you think you're seeing a nice little, uh, you know, sunset when all of a sudden it crashes onto the planet with all the existing currencies. So I think I think wipes them out. I think I understand like where his optimism stems from. It's like he loves the idea of like Libra or wh- whatever these tech giants taking over the finance game, onboarding the general population to accept cryptocurrencies and like abandon fiat, whatever the fuck, which is what a true cryptocurrency's goal is to do. do. Yeah. So everyone's using tech coins, but something, because it's not a true cryptocurrency, at some point it's going to fuck up. Yeah. (laughs) You know, (laughs) everyone's money's going to get jacked or something. That's right. You know, some, some kind of cataclysmic event. A hack exposes all the transactions that have occurred. Exactly. And then all of a sudden everyone who's familiar with using these things they like using these things, but then everyone's going to realize, like, holy shit, this is not safe. Just like how everyone yeah. realized, like, holy shit, my pictures aren't safe That's on right. Facebook. That's right. You know what I mean? So, and then they're going to f- figure out, you know, oh, like, Bitcoin has <laughs> oh. been here all along, you yeah, dumb yeah. fucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> this is the true solution. I think that's why he's, like, so optimistic about this. Oh, not only that, I think Libra provides, like, a block and, t- like, a, a tackle for, for Bitcoin's... Um, uh, running back, so so Libra is taking all the brunt of the government's <laughs> focus. Too, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the government's focus, while Bitcoin just just continues to strut along like like it's impenetrable, which it is. There's nothing you can do. Bitcoin will continue to exist. The price will continue to go higher because it's it's scarcity, and it's it's independent of you know all these these things that the government can do to it. But Libra is not Libra. With Facebook, there is a place you can send a subpoena to. Yeah. But you can't send one to Bitcoin. No, hell no. And so they, they will that's have why to. The gov- I think that's what, yeah, that's why the government's attitude has just been like, let's pretend like it's not there. Yeah. Bitcoin. Yeah. Cryptocurrencies. Because they can't really do anything yeah, about well, it. Like, what are they going to do? Yeah. <laughs> They're not going to come seize Bitcoin offices, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you can't do it. Or raid, you know, they're not going to raid us. So Libra is blocking for Bitcoin's running back. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. yeah. Fullback. Yeah. The fullback. There you go. Yeah, the motherfucking fullback. Yeah. And the running back, Bitcoin trailing ahead. At some point, you know, we're going to do a fucking lateral. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Lateral to the the Bitcoin running back. Yeah. He's going to have to truck some fucking safeties along the way. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I guess the countries are safeties. I don't know. Yeah. Then eventually we'll be there at that end goal, dude. It's going to be good times. That's going to be a million dollar Bitcoin. Or, yeah, something like that. And then all, and then you know, the but United States, I, all the governments are going to come out with their own digital currency. Yeah, and it's going to be, it's going to look like a cryptocurrency, but it's going to be pegged to Bitcoin, like I've said at least a million times. Yeah, and like, like and another good thing about Libra, and if this shit gets accepted and adopted, and people are going to not be so afraid of digital uh, I don't know, assets, I guess. Mm-hmm. So the uh, the store of value case for Bitcoin will become more clear yeah i feel like it's it'll be more important too true not only that so we haven't finished talking about the secretary of treasury what else what so is he, he talked about the 
um, the ceiling, the debt ceiling. Yeah, that and one hurts my mind. <laughs> I, don't even, I, I try to understand that. So the debt ceiling is pay attention in an economy class. It, yeah, it's <laughs> it's the it's a legislative limit uh-huh. to how much money a government can take out. Quarterly, okay, annually. It's it's I don't know what it is. It's not necessarily annual. Maybe it is annually. Well, it's like a budget thing, right? It's like a budget. So yeah, budgets are usually like quarterly or annually. So, I don't fucking so know. A, I don't a country's <laughs> income is the GDP. Yeah, and it's uh it's loan is the it's the loan from you know the federal reserve and so if the gdp can't pay for you know the expenses of of the government then they tend to make they just print new money Mm -hmm. and so if the ceiling doesn't raise higher that means the government doesn't have enough money to pay for the expenses Mm -hmm. and then you have potentially a huge downturn in the economy yeah so less jobs you know, you know, all kinds, you know, everything bad, right? So what they tend to do is they, what they call is kicking the the can down the road and keep raising the ceiling so that you can have a, what looks like a prosperous economy. But when in reality, you're going from 22 trillion to 25, 30 trillion dollars in debt, specifically the United States. And at one point, the legislation is going to say no more raising the ceiling. And then you have a an economy that just goes down. And so, therefore, gold goes up, Bitcoin goes up, and, and all that. <laughs> Who knows what's going to happen then? Maybe just fucking... And then it could be the end of... Collapse? It could be literally the end of fiat currency because yeah. it's it's self-defeating. Yeah. Right? So, and and up until, up until 2009, there was no alternative currency. There was no other thing besides gold, but that's not, that's not a currency, right? It's just a store of value. Yeah, you can't exchange it. So so now like, like quickly. Now, yeah, now we have a legitimate like a valid currency that we have an alternative to. Mhm. And so right, shit, this could be the end of fiat currency. I mean, not we're not talking about in the near term. We're talking about in the next 50 years. Shit, who knows, dude? It could be sooner than you think. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I mean, yeah, I would like to try and understand that a little bit better. I think the you know fact I mean? that we have a valid alternative changes everything. Like everything that happened in the past, like usually you go back into history to kind of see if history will repeat itself. And mm-hmm. and you try to prevent, you, you try to learn history so you don't make the same mistakes. But because we have this new variable called cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin, I think everything in the history is just thrown out the door. Now we have an actual alternative that, we can no longer predict what will happen now. Mm. As far as financial collapse. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Well, it's never really happened. That's the thing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Bitcoin has well, not gone gone through a recession. Yeah, but this this whole thing of like, fuck, I mean, did this happen to Rome? <laughs> this one, well, you know what I mean? Like, well, there, I'm there pretty have sure been, Rome collapsed because of money issues. It has to be part of well, what Greece went through it. that. Obviously, Venezuela is seeing it right now. Well, I'm talking about like you know ancient Rome because we make tons of comparisons about the United States. We're the Roman Empire of today. Yeah, true. That's a pretty legit comparison. Would you think the yeah, Roman Empire true. was pretty fucking prosperous in and its then, time? And, and then they collapsed too. Something happened. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not exactly sure. Like I wish, like I said earlier, I wish I had the time to like just go through history. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I could just read book after book after book about history, but god damn is that not gonna make me money? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't have the time for that. But it's tough too. I mean, because you're reading that book and ninety percent of it has nothing to do with like economy. 
Right, it has to do with like wars and all other stuff, but well, no, they'll talk. I'm, I mean, if it's like an actual book about like the history of Rome, like well, how it how the civilization was created, how it came to power, then how it collapsed. But how much of it, it do you talk think about economics? Yeah, you know? but how much of it do you think is about currencies and economics? I don't know. I haven't like, read one of those books. Like uh, there, currencies and economics is just you know a percentage of a history of. Rome, for example, is that's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, yeah. Of course, war is like attractive, yeah, sexy. Yeah, everyone likes to know. Well, I've heard tons of comparisons how like the United States overextends its power, its military power, just like Rome did. Right? Rome right. tried to conquer everything. The United States kind of does the same thing in a way. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so we're similar in that sense. Yeah, we do like to police the world. I don't yeah. know. It's something to do with you know maintaining power, but at some point you just go, you just do too much. Yeah. And it just all falls down. Rome seems to be a good comparison for the United States, that's for sure. Yeah, so then I kind of want to if since we're talking financial collapse here, <laughs> it'd be good to see like the gold uh, standard Rome. Whatever the fuck. Yeah. Like what caused it? Um but yeah, where was I going with that? I don't know. No, it's really, just cuz you talked about yeah, like I said there hasn't been a time I don't think we're like a, a nation or has this much debt. <laughs> yeah, has this much debt and then has this this opportunity, system. opportunity to have an alternative currency. I don't even think of it as an opportunity. It's just, well, think about it. If if the United States completely blows, like blows off Bitcoin, yeah, there 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 will no longer be a superpower in in the world. Yeah, I think so. Because right now the United States is a superpower simply because the dollar is the world's reserve currency. Exactly. But if well, adopting Bitcoin is not going to fix that because Bitcoin no, is like a no. But if you it's, it's but if global you, thing, right? If you hold a lot of Bitcoin, you don't necessarily have more power, but you you have at least control of your fate. Uh, yeah. If 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 you have like enough of it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But like I said, yeah, all the, our power, our economic power is, is all dependent on the value of that dollar. Just yeah. Because the rest of the world is, you know, um, dependent on it. Yeah. You know the, what I mean? the idea that tracks me the most, the most out of all this is that. Bitcoin actively levels a playing field for everybody. Yeah, so that's bad for the United States. Oh, that's exactly bad. Yeah. But who who gives a damn that the United States goes down? That's true. That's what I'm saying. Maybe, like, maybe we've had our time, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's our turn to feel some pain. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I said, you know, it's just like in markets and crypto markets, like America's gone through this parabolic uprise, that's right. dude. That's right. And like that shit can't last forever, man. That's right. And when it, we come down, we're gonna come down hard. I feel like just like <laughs> markets do, man. And then we're gonna have to like recover, and it's gonna be a bitch. Yeah. You know? And what I'm saying is, it's gonna be hard to recover if they don't they don't like embrace Bitcoin. Well, I think at that point, it's like it's not even a, it's like we got nothing else. The dollar yeah. failed. What else? What are we gonna do? Yeah. It's either gold or Bitcoin. Yeah. Yeah. Or both. We'll have like I just read an article. Iran's creating their own cryptocurrency backed by gold. Yeah, that's right. So it's like they're using <laughs> both. Like they had crypto backed by gold. So it's like See, Whoa. that's that's the thing I don't understand. Yeah. Conceptually you can back a cryptocurrency with gold. Conceptually. That's what we, but that's, if mm-hmm. but if you don't own any gold, then you don't own any cryptocurrency. So what are you doing? Like if you don't own any gold, what do you mean? Like, like as a person? Think about it. As a person, if you don't own okay. any gold, how are you gonna get that cryptocurrency that's backed by gold? You're going to fucking, you're just going to exchange the tokens. You know what I mean? It's like a dollar used to be backed by gold, right? 
You know, it was actually like exchanging gold. They're exchanging these notes that represented. Yeah, but gold. how do they distribute this money that's backed by gold if if like the population doesn't have any gold? What? what so you the, would the so, government has all the gold, right? So what you're saying is they would the people in in Iran they would go to work and they would get paid in this crypto that is backed by gold. Yeah. Okay. And I guess. It's like it's like the same thing as um <clears throat> how is but then you you don't need a cryptocurrency for that though. You could use No, but it's like saying like how are people using Tether? Um like somebody doesn't have somebody bought 100,000 Tethers. But that, that they don't have 100,000 cash in their bank, right? But they still have 100,000 Tethers. Well, but the reason why it's $1 per Tether is because the Tether organization has all that money. Well, if you have a hundred thousand in tether, that means you've I, that means a hundred thousand dollars of fiat currency exists at Tether's bank. Exactly. So, like it in has to. in this gold-backed cryptocurrency case, it's the same scenario. It's true, but gold. You know what I mean? But so, the, but, so like we made you've made this prediction. I think maybe we both did. But like, um, in the future, Bitcoin necessarily isn't going to be that cryptocurrency that everyone's spending. Correct. Remember, Absolutely. we said they they could come up with like a a cryptocurrency version backed by Bitcoin. Exactly. Which is that's just the next step. The only reason yeah. Iran's not doing this because Bitcoin isn't there yet. Yeah, that's you true. I mean? But this is like a good. Um, this is good uh, analogy or prototype. There you go. Of the future of what Bitcoin will become. Yeah, just like pegging an asset yeah. to value. It's it, the asset isn't a crypto or digital asset yet, but in the future it will be. Yeah. Most likely. Yeah. No, I I totally agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. So it it's good to see stuff like that. I guess. Yeah. Um, no, that's good. I like that though. So see, I guess what, what, it, it is important to peg a cryptocurrency to gold in in Iran's case mm -hmm. because if you just go with the the paper currency, it can be counterfeited and you have to deal with like physical stuff and it costs money to make these these paper currency, right? Mm -hmm. And so if you do a cryptocurrency, then you have minting control. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you still have minting control and paper currency, but it it costs a lot more money to to do that. Yeah, man. Like, fuck, isn't the trend obvious? Like, yeah, <laughs> digital rules. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> like, if if you haven't picked up on that one yet, you're like way behind. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, everything's going digital, man. Yep. Like, it's just the way it. Is. Even the gaming community. Remember, there was a a point where, like, I think the PS2 and PS3 came out. And gamers still wanted like the physical oh, case yeah. and the CD like the experience and the and yeah the, the experience of opening it up and putting into the into the, the console yeah. <laughs> but now I think people are starting to move towards the digital games. It's you have no choice. Like GameStop's going under. That's true. You have no choice no more. That's right. That's right. It's all digital, and yeah, dude. There's no stopping it, man. Like yeah. you can resist all you want, and like, but yeah. As physical. a matter of fact, Xbox just came out with a new console, right? It's no different than the one that exists, but it's a new console that does not have a disc player in it. It's yeah, literally. Dude, I was, you know what? I tripped balls because I, I got TJ to build my computer for me, which yeah. um, you know, I I gave him like a thousand buck dollar budget. He's like, dude, order all the parts for me, the case, everything. Yeah. Assemble it, and then give it to me, and he did it, and then. It had no fucking disk drive, and I was like, "What the fuck, dude?" Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't aware that like like the, the the towers they make now they just don't come with disk drives, like nowhere to stick in a CD. Sure, sure. Yeah, I, because there's no CDs to stick in anymore. I dude, guess. Dude, I have tons of CDs that I wanted to <laughs> fucking use, but 
Yeah, I guess I'm that far behind is what I'm saying. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. I, I would assume that Tower still had CD players. Yeah. I, mean, I would just assume that, but maybe they don't now. No more. I, he, I asked him about it, like, dude, you bought me a fucking Tower without a CD drive. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, like, laughed at me, like, you, who the fuck is like you? Who uses CDs anymore, man? <laughs> Everything's digital. Just download your shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or stream it, whatever. Yeah. yeah. I was like, fuck, dude. <laughs> You know, the only reason why I like discs and, and specifically Blu-rays is because you have uncompressed, you know, yeah. well, and eventually 4K Blu-rays that you can get the actual quality that you you would expect. Yeah. Because if you download a 4K Blu-ray movie, it's not at the same quality as a 4K Blu-ray movie that comes from a disc uncompressed. Yeah. And so if you have a 4K TV, you know, you want to take advantage of the 4K TV. You don't want any degraded quality. And that's always the thing, like the nostalgists and stuff, yeah. and like the hipsters, they like use vinyls and shit. It's like, dude, it's just the quality. You can't get true sound without yeah. a vinyl. You know <laughs> what I mean? It's like, fuck your digital shit. I want to hear yeah. true. I don't know what the hell they say, but yeah, it's authentic. I guess. Yeah, I don't know, but, but yeah, I get it. I get. I it. I get it too. I, I don't want to lose the quality, but the convenience is quickly outpacing yeah. quality right now, for sure. And not only that, I think, uh, you know, with the new Wi-Fi standards, I think it's going to be like multiple gigabits per second Wi-Fi. And, of course, your service provider has to provide you multiple gigabits per second. But you could theoretically start watching uncompressed 4K movies. Shit. And so then then you completely defeat the purpose of any hardware aspects to, you know, in this case, watching a movie. Yeah, man. So it's just... Take all these, like, just this is just what tech is doing to us, you know? Yeah. Dude. So it's it's obvious in this sense, like, tech is going to win for, yeah. for finance, too. For sure. <laughs> it's inevitable, right? Yeah. I There was a point uh, that I didn't think, you know, the banking sector would, would ever upgrade or update, but they don't have to. They're just going to get blown out of the water. That's fucking crazy to think about, dude. Yeah. They're like, if you really it's, think about it's it. It's literally the last thing to, to get innovated. Is yeah. banking infrastructure. That and education, I think. Oh, there you go. That's a good point. Yeah, dude. I can't wait for tomorrow's announcement, Neuralink. Oh, yeah, That's dude. That's going to be so dope, dude. Oh. I heard something about, I'm, it's probably like speculation and conspiracy. Some type of like sewing machine device or something. They're going to straight implant your brain or something. Dude, like, I, I wouldn't expect too much. I feel like yeah, I, 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 I feel like most people are going to get underwhelmed. That's what they do, right? Yeah. Same as crypto. Yeah, like, there's an announcement sure. coming. For sure. Everyone is like a crypto announcement, like an EOS fucking conference. It's like, oh, I, I dude, wonder, fucking Steve Jobs resurrected yeah. from the grave. I wonder if this <laughs> is going to be more of those technical presentations that they normally do, or is it going to be more marketing? Like, I don't th- I don't even think we're going to get to watch it live. It's like uh, exclusive, oh, it's exclusive invite only, and then like... Oh, um, I hope we get to see something live, man. I'm pretty sure after the fact we'll get to see what it is, but it's their first announcement, like their first Neuralink... Yeah, this is, right. this is the first one. Yeah, this is the first one ever. Like, technically up to this point, it didn't exist other than, like, yeah, Elon talking heard, about yeah, it. Yeah, like, like, the least, lowest expectation is something to do with, like, Parkinson's disease or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, they may have come up with some type of uh, advancement in that, which is cool as fuck. You yeah. know, if they, if they announce even something like that. That's with progress, like, man. Yeah. With That's a the, big deal. With their own innovation. Mm-hmm. That means that now we have, like, a ground floor and they're doing some good. 
you know, yeah, but Dude, you, like you said, manage your expectations is like they're gonna come out with a fucking matrix device. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna happen. You can learn kung fu. Uh, exactly, but that's what I'm saying. Like the, the innovation in education is gonna come whenever we could fucking just plug in and that's learn true. shit. That's I fucking think. true, dude. That's the only way we can innovate education, dude, because it's too hard to, like, educate people. Well, well we got the, the infrastructure isn't there to update the education system because everybody still has to go to work 9 to 5. And so you need to put your kids somewhere. And yeah. so it's just tough. You got to stick them into school. Yeah, I mean, you have to. And then there's so many variables at that. And, then, and that. then the structure of the school. So they, you know, you could argue that you can change the structure of the school and not have it so, like... Uh, so militant, militant, and I don't know, in manufacturing like yeah, the kids, there you go. that's the right? way to put it. <laughs> yeah, like an assembly line. Structure. But then the problem is, is like no one has any evidence to suggest changing the the structure of the school is going to improve anything. Uh, I mean, of course, there's other countries that do it differently, but you know, it's it's not that easy. Yeah, the thing is, like the information is available infinite through the internet. Yeah, but. The problem is like getting the fucking kid to learn shit. Yeah. Or not even kid, adults too. Like that's the problem. So you can't. There's got to be an incentive to learn. I mean, there has to be like an internal incentive. Like for us to learn Bitcoin, it took some effort, but we wanted to do it. And that's the difference. Yeah. Um, You know, you and I may not learn quantum mechanics, but because there's no incentive to learn quantum mechanics. But if we're talking about a cryptocurrency that's going to be based off of quantum mechanics, we're going to learn quantum mechanics. Exactly. I thought about something like that, like for the, for elections, like if there's like a, like a voting cryptocurrency, like the more informed yeah. you get about your political options, the more cryptocurrency you're rewarded or something like that. So your mm. vote has more weight to it or something like Interesting. that. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, something. Yeah. That's what cryptocurrency is all about. It's like incentivizing people to, to, to do true. work. You know, and Coinbase is taking advantage of that too. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, Coinbase Learn. You can get paid to learn how these cryptocurrencies work, and you know, you watch a video. It's like two, three minutes long, and then you answer one question, and then you get crypto. Well, where's the crypto? Like, they just give it away? Literally, give it to you. So, how are they making money? Yet? they like, don't. They don't make any money. They just want to teach you like about these cryptocurrencies. That's very nice of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would think they would have some themselves need an incentive to want to give away money, right? Well, I. Maybe it's part of the requirements for regulation. Maybe. Maybe you have to like, Good you have point. some kind of have education sector <laughs> yeah. on your website. Yeah. So that you're not just taking advantage of people. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, that might be like some stipulation the government told them about. Like, uh, Which makes sense. It's like uh, football players and basketball players. Uh, the Many times the reasons why these, these players end up uh, participating in, in nonprofit companies and and they do charity events is because a lot of those events get expensed out on their on their income. Yeah. And so there's an incentive for them to do it, plus it benefits the community, so it's a win-win. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. But as far as education goes, I mean, right now it has yeah, a stance. Incentive is it's, just it's personal. Just, <laughs> we're, we're at the same point before 2009 where we're thinking about the banking industry and we're like, how is this, how is this ever going to get updated? Uh-huh. And maybe the the technology just doesn't exist to really have an impact on education. Maybe once VR gets like prevalent, like everyone has a VR headset, you can just put on that VR headset and learn like chemistry basics, like in in real life, like 
in a video game, you can actually oh, yeah. see these chemistry the molecules, molecules, and all that stuff, reactions, everything like oh, in 3D. Yeah. Like you could actually visualize and understand what the hell is happening in in a, in yeah, a chemistry man. reaction. It is hard. It's hard to like in for chemistry specifically. Like when you're reading a textbook, yeah, you have to visualize your fucking self, and they have like this poopy drawing next to it. <laughs> it doesn't fucking help at all. Yeah. It's like cluster of s- spheres. Yeah. Like, oh man, that's cool. And these experiments, <laughs> you know, they're very important for your brain to like comprehend a, a like a physics concept or a chemistry concept. Yeah. And if you're not doing these experiments, you're not really understanding like the purpose and and the reasons why, you know, chemistry and reactions happen. Yeah. So I think a VR headset would really like visualize for someone that may not be capable of visualizing like in their brain, like having that imagination. And for to help those people understand these things, and you'll get better scientists from oh, this. Man, that's another field we could dabble into that's as far true. as VR. That's like true. Right now we're doing video games and shit on Decentraland. At some point we Dude. could do fucking what you just what yeah. you just said. It was a like whole perfect. school. I mean, I, there's apparently there's a university on Decentraland, but yeah, do that school. Imagine <laughs> like Our learning experience. Imagine the the coding experts required and like the the graphical experts required. It, to pull something like this off. I don't like, know. Like you would have to animate all the chemistry molecules yeah. and their reactions. And I mean, we're getting pretty advanced here. I mean, for like a high school chemistry class, you don't need to visualize chemical or reactions. Maybe college, university. But college, level. university, you do. Yeah. You know, I don't know if I told I, you this. There was, when I went through like OCAM labs and shit, part yeah. of the lab. Organic chemistry. Part yeah. of the lab was like a, a computer software thing where you had to look at actual models of the molecules yeah. and shit in 3D. It was pretty shitty, right? It was trash. Yeah. <laughs> but it helped a little bit. But at the end of it, it was like, eh. yeah. Yeah. If you create like an immersive. So I started another company with my brother a long time ago. It was it was like the very early beginnings of us like starting companies, right? And this company was called Armor. Mm, and it, I remember that. Yeah, yeah you remember, right? And it, it's it's an acronym, A-R-R-M-R. And it was Augmented Reality Real-Time Molecular Reactions. Dude, no wonder you just fucking said all that because you, you did it. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. It, yeah. <laughs> and so what, what this company was about is imagine these these glyphs in, in a book, in, a, in an organic chemistry book. It's just like a, you know those uh, Bitcoin QR codes? Yeah. Imagine those in a chemistry book. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this chemistry book would come with a, you know, a, a, an app that you would download on your phone. And so you would download this app and then you would open up your book. And when you see these QR codes, they're talking about, let's say, a reaction between hydrogen and oxygen, mm-hmm. H2 and O2, mm-hmm. right? So then you would take your phone and then you would activate the camera app and you would go and look at that QR code. And so what happens is you would see um, a 3D image of a hydrogen molecule and an oxygen molecule. <laughs> but you'd have... Through your phone. Through your phone, yeah. Just like Pokemon Go. Just like Pokemon Go. Right. And via augmented reality, you would actually see hydrogen molecules reacting with oxygen molecules. And you can, you know, move your you phone. Manipulate, yeah, you can you manipulate can, the object on you your can screen. You ma- can manipulate everything, yeah. And so That's instead cool. of seeing 2D circles inter- interacting yeah, with yeah, each yeah, other, yeah, yeah, you yeah. would see 3D molecules interacting <laughs> with each other. Yeah. And so, obviously, you've you've been in organic chemistry. Mm-hmm. These reactions get really complicated <laughs> to crazy. visualize. Oh yeah, right there. So what? It, so when I went to university, they we, they recommended us to buy these little Lego sets. Yeah, right. And for us to be able to visualize a Grignard reaction and all these other reactions that were extremely complicated. 
And uh, so, obviously, that's annoying. Uh, we're talking about physical things now when we have a digital I, space. I guess it's because, like, you have to, it's like a Lego. You have to assemble the whole molecule yourself. Yeah. So that way you have it there, and then you could just twist and turn it and, like, yeah. look at it from all directions so you can see binding sites. That's right. That's right. Whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So it makes sense to you visually. But, yeah, yeah dude, that's, like you said, laborious. Yeah. And it's... It's clunky. Yeah. <laughs> to like carry around this set with you. And then, Super but, nerdy. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to get laid for walking around with a fucking giant yeah. ass molecule. Molecule. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, dude. Dude, that sounds fucking awesome, that app. Yeah. What the fuck happened? Um. So, man, this was, I don't know, a good 10 years ago. You're definitely way well, ahead of the dude, time. We were so sure. ahead. Man, yeah. we we pitched this to like incubators and and they were blown away because we were talking about augment and and Oscar he built a prototype for this so we actually we actually showed these freaking reactions these molecules reacting with each other but not augmented no it was augmented dude with your phone yes sir what but instead of phones at the time we used our laptops so ah. our laptops so we would show a QR code to our laptop webcam. And then that webcam would would show you that you know the 3D image of the of the molecules. Mm. So we we pitched this and people were blown away. Yeah. But the the incubator that we were pitching to, they didn't have a goddamn idea about augmented reality. They didn't know who to connect us to. They didn't know anything. It's sort of like talking about Bitcoin in 2009. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nobody knows yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you, you're having oh shit. Never mind. I'm not gonna talk about that. Let's <laughs> make a connection to today's events. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's stay away from that. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, we were we were way ahead, and it was something that had we built, had we just you know stuck our heads, you know, just kept kept just kept building kept at it. Yeah, like, like Netflix did. Yeah, like just, nobody accepted Netflix for like a decade. Yeah, exactly. They're the laughing stock of the tech world, right? And then all of a sudden, they dominate. You right. Know what I mean. But uh, but it doesn't even, exist today, does it? Even then, augmented nothing. reality is still like you know weak. But but people people you know the potential's there because of Pokemon for sure. Go for sure. Absolutely. People people understand it, they like it. Uh, but the killer app still isn't there though. The killer app for augmented reality it could be AR on your windshield of your vehicle. Mm. For what? For navigation. For mm. information. Isn't that like fucking. It could with your image it or could. your vision, I mean. It could, but yeah. It would be like the heads-up display on Iron Man's suit. So more like a, like if a Google Glass actually worked. Yeah. It would be great with that. Yeah. So you yeah. could just like For open sure. up some type of app, Not look, only look that, at a building and like something. You're at happens. a conference, you have this glass glasses on. Yeah. And you can see the names of everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Well, that would get distracting as fuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 like that technology, dude, the application for education just sounds perfect, though. Yeah. Like, for absolutely for sure. For augmented reality, hell yeah, dude. It's just a matter. The only th- problem I see is <clears throat> it'd probably be expensive for schools and shit to. Well, think about it. it. They'd think have about to reprint textbooks and stuff. Well, that's true. But they're, dude, they, but they reprint, do it anyways. They, they reprint textbooks for the revenue. It's true. Yeah. They just jack up the price. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, fuck you, university students. Now, now it's. It's not twenty percent more because now you get like it's not edition fourteen anymore. It's edition fifteen. Yeah, they just come out with this new feature on your books and all yeah. the books. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, it, it wouldn't have been that expensive for universities to adopt. Nah, I mean that's that's not crazy expensive or anything. Like we have an education budget for a reason, right? If it's mm-hmm. gonna help 
students for sure. And it doesn't have to be molecules, right? It could be fucking butterflies and shit. Yeah, like, it could be know, literally anything. Like if you're studying... Shit, you can sh- see like... You're fucking studying like many- car mechanics, you know what I mean? You could, you could pull up like a fucking... A gear and shit, how it works. Yeah. Or, or even in the history class, you can show like old school cannons yeah. and weapons and you can show like a little mini 3D war. Whoa, dude. That'd you be so fucking All kinds of stuff. Ass. Dude, well, it'd be entertaining. It'd be like interesting. Okay, I need to write this down. Augmented reality because that's a new space. Like there's got to be some investment opportunities here. For sure. For <laughs> you know sure. what I mean? I want to get in on like the first company who like fucking. You know what makes we should do? Huge. We should open source this idea and have no, developers. Now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Have developers. Well, we'll actually set up a GitHub for this. Oh, I got you. I got you. Have dude. developers actually help us build all these molecules because that's the laborious part. Yeah. Like we can't build every single molecule and then have them react with every other mo- molecule because molecules react in a specific sequence mm-hmm. and. The orientation of a given molecule might dictate what that sequence, what that sequence might be, and to code all that, I mean, it's it's quite long, which is what? why we didn't pursue it because we didn't have the resources to do it, much less investors to invest in some augmented reality idea that was ten years too early. Yeah, but right now it sounds like fucking brilliant timing. Yeah, like if you're starting this now, I bet there's got to be people working on this for sure. I, w- I thought there were people working on this 10 years ago, but I, I haven't know. seen a damn thing. Still? Yeah. To this day? Good Lord. Yeah, this, this is this disappointing. Millionaires That's well. what I'm saying. So we just do it all. That's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> just fucking create whatever the fuck we want, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, just need money. It's like, fuck investors, man. Yeah. It's like, if we just had, like, endless sources of money, we'd just be, like, hire, like you said, just bring well, people to just make it a reality. Dude, we can have re- Regulation A uh, on our... On our books now, we could do we can do an ICO and have enough money to build this thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> an ICO? What the fuck? Yeah, dude. To, what? To build armor. I guess, dude. If you could, like, okay, we gotta figure out how to integrate that with crypto. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, you pay you pay in crypto. That's how you pay. We don't accept fiat. We don't accept nothing except crypto. The armor coins. We should create augmented NFTs. Augmented reality. There NFTs. you go, man, dude. That'd yeah, be badass, yeah, man. Censor that out, dude. That's yeah. all right. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, no, that's like, good. Like you fucking own, like, like you said, if there's like a classroom projection of like this augmented scene, maybe you could input your own like awesome yeah. NFT dude into the fucking the battle. Yeah, into the <laughs> battle. <laughs> that's like a fucking meme. There's like a, a bat civil war battle, and then you just like somehow. Push a button and like a fucking Godzilla comes in and just like <laughs> everything. It's like, yeah, yeah. you paid a lot of money for that Godzilla, dude. Right. Something like that. It's yours. <laughs> Only you have it. Something cool. Oh shit. That's a good idea. Then then then, you can, then we can ICO. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Makes sense. Yeah, man. You know, anything with crypto and augmented reality is like it's developer intensive. Which, you know, all yeah, good things nice. are, so yeah, man. It's just a matter of like, yeah, picking that one thing and then like really chugging at it. Yeah. Like you're a perfect example of that, dude. Like, I can't really talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> You've been chugging at something for a while, dude. Yeah. Dude, it's close what it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's really, tough for sure. You've been chugging along. <laughs> but if you're a developer and you've been listening to our fantastic ideas, you want to join in and help See, us that's build the problem, these things. Though, dude. It's like 
we've we've done this like multiple times on the podcast. Like if anybody wants to help <laughs> out, or come on, like have, never happens. We need to get on YouTube, man, because I feel like if we did, if we ask that on YouTube, someone will like in the comments be like, "Hey." Well, yeah, the masses are definitely on YouTube. There's yeah. a lot less mass on on podcasts. That's for, for sure. sure. Yeah, I, I think part of the reason why Joe Rogan got so famous is because of YouTube. Oh yeah, I, I never mean, listened to his stream like uh, the uh, podcast itself. Never. You yeah. stream? I think is what he started on. You stream? Uh, I don't know the, where he started know, on. That's what he started on. I listened to his podcast at the gym mostly. But I, I do like to watch the podcast too. Yeah, me too. I, I only found it through YouTube, so yeah, yeah, I, I just stuck to it. Yeah, it's fucking crazy how popular that podcast has become. Do literally everyone I know watches it? Well, now I mean, th- it. think about its mechanic and its structure. They get famous people to come on the show. That famous person has connected yeah, to exactly, them like millions right? of people. And so they're going to shill the podcast to those million, and it just, like, snowballs. But, but the Elon Musk one blew it out of the water. Yeah, well, for it sure. It blew it up. Yeah, it because Elon, most... Elon has never done a long-form interview before. No, but but the, also the controversy of him smoking that well, that, it was It was all over the news. That was unexpected. I mean, <laughs> that was, like, totally out of left field for sure. Yeah, man. That, that changed because, like I said, I've been watching the Joe Rogan podcast for probably seven years now or something, six years. Yeah. And I've seen the progression of it. It, it was always, it started out like super fringe and like kind of weird. True. And then at some point it had the, you know, MMA community watches it or listens to it. So it has this little niche, but yeah, I felt it. Like after that Joe or that Elon Musk one, dude, everyone got hooked. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it hasn't stopped. It's crazy. Dude. I mean, I'm sure that man makes God a lot damn of money. Impressive. Oh wait, last I checked it was 30 K an episode and that's just like. Really? That's it? I thought it was more than that. Well, that, that that's not even including, I don't think, sponsors and shit. I don't oh, even really? know if he has any sponsors. He's got sponsors. I, I hear his uh, his sponsors on the podcast itself. On oh, YouTube, yeah, there's right. no sponsors. That's right. And so I think one of the ways they monetize YouTube is they, they break up the some of the segments, and hopefully those segments still have ads in front of them. Yeah. But yeah, man, he's like, fuck. He's, a, he's like the cultural leader, I feel like, of today. Like in general, like the or voice. just podcasting? Like, like in general, like uh, he, you know, he has so much influence as far as like psychedelics and you marijuana know, and I've fucking uh, fitness. I think there's there's there might be an explanation as to why because it's just like uh, Ethan and Ela, the Ethan guy. Oh, H three H three H three three. What what they do is Ethan's very authentic. Like yeah. he's not putting on a show for anybody. That is him. And it's the same same thing sure. with Joe Rogan. Like yeah. you can tell he's authentic because he will call you out. Like he's called out MMA fighters for not being good enough MMA fighters. That's true. Yeah, his own best friends. Yeah, he like, he would call them out and like yeah. make them cry. Yeah, I heard, I saw that because like he was afraid. He's like, dude, you're not that good. You're like, you're gonna get seriously hurt if you keep fighting That's right. in the, in the exactly. UFC. Exactly. Like, and da- imagine telling that to your friend. Like, dude, yeah. you fucking suck, man. You need to stop doing <laughs> what you're doing. Even though he's a professional. Well, like, he's yeah. actually a professional fighter. Hey, but in this case, it might be a little bit different because he could die. Oh yeah, it's a, so, that's that was his point. You yeah, know? and he felt like as a friend. He had to tell his like one of his closest friends that like, dude, the career you're on, yeah, you know, you're not that good at it. You know, yeah. you're gonna get your ass beat for one day. Like, you're not gonna be the same guy. You're gonna have brain damage. Whatever the fuck. Yeah, and and, and I think that's why you know Joe Rogan is so good at what he does and, and attracting so many people because of of his authenticity. Yeah, 
that's that's part of it. And then he's he's got some hilarious shit on there. I mean, it's just a yeah. fucking good podcast, man. Really good. And then yeah, topics are as broad as they can be. Yeah. You know, whatever the fuck. Yeah. Good shit. Yeah, he's got crypto guys <laughs> on there. He's got anti crypto. I mean, yeah. everything. He needs to get fucking Andreas back on there. I don't I know if anything's time. changed enough for, for Andreas to show up. Other than Libra, maybe he wants to talk about Libra. Then that would be... Yeah, well, no, I'm like, just crypto, man. He, like, he hasn't been on pre-2017. Like, a lot's oh, really? happened since then. Like, a lot, you know? He could talk about altcoins. Yeah. Literally nobody's, like, who's a avid listener of uh of the podcast has ever heard of anything other than Bitcoin. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, so true. He's got, he's got plenty to mention. No, I'm sure there's definitely a whole lot, but I don't know if it's it's enough to only talk about crypto. Yeah. That's the thing. Now, if it gets to like 50K Bitcoin, then yeah. Yeah, there's that. Plenty to talk about at that point when when Bitcoin's 50K. There's that. But yeah, there's, there was like an, an effort to get Dan Larimer on there to talk about voice. Really? Yeah, because Rogan had like the Twitter CEO on there and shit. They're, oh, they're yeah. talking about how centralized and biased Twitter is with their... You know, their censorship, like they totally censor right wing opinions and they mm. boost up left wing opinions. That's the whole purpose of voice, I guess, is to centralize that, right? So the yeah. people have that platform to voice their opinion, but they can't they can't really the platform itself doesn't censor pick anybody. And, exactly. The pa- platform itself doesn't pick and choose like that's fascinating. What I, voice to be displayed. That's such a good social experiment when you create something like Twitter and you can't censor anybody. You get to see like <laughs> true humanity. Yeah. That's that's the, that's what t- Twitter used to be, right? Or for the most part, yeah. I don't know if it's always been censored, but I mean, late, obviously, and lately nowadays, because of Trump's a president, it's a yeah. big issue, right? Yeah. Not just with Twitter, but with YouTube and other Silicon Valley platforms. That's kind of like the big thing right now, the big debate. Yeah, and it's people big tech like have a bias. PewDiePie, they're experimenting with other platforms because they're mm-hmm. they're not making enough money because of all the adpocalypse, and so. Oh yeah, that too. Yeah, you know, I I guess now's the time to like be a voice. <coughs> or what's the other one? D line, D live, D live. There's this. There's D live. There's uh like Steam. It's like a decentralized Reddit. Steam it, yeah. Essentially, yeah, yeah. Reddit does a lot of censoring. Reddit's like super left wing. That's true. Fucking crazy left wing. See, but they try to have a community that can actually communicate with each other. That's why they do a lot of censoring. Like, you don't have a lot of racism in, in Reddit, at, at least in the... Yeah, they don't. They used to have subreddits that are, like, straight up, like, racist. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh... See, I don't know. They just got banned. I don't know if... I don't know if it makes sense to ban, you know, race, racism, like... I don't... In my opinion, no. If you're if you're an open platform, like they claim, you know... But is that <sighs> detrimental overall, or is it... Or is well, it I guess in their mind, it's like... If you're spreading ideas of hate and shit, like it's it's bad for the world. Yeah. So I guess like Silicon Valley feels like they have like a mission they to have like to control, control, yeah. police which, the the internet. Exactly. Like they have to be the babysitters and like make you know make sure we don't go out of control. But then it's like, what the fuck? Where's our freedom? Yeah, that's true. I mean, but it's also their platform, so they can do whatever they want. That's exactly. The that's kind of what they. That's what the Twitter people say. Is like, you know, these are our terms and agreements. These are guidelines. The, you don't the, follow them. Yeah, and the consequence is if you go on on voice and you see nothing but racism, it can, it could become too toxic for you to even like sustain. <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah, there has to be some type of self policing 
Maybe it's like you can use voice if you use your real name. <sighs> kind of like what they try to do with Google and YouTube in the comment section. Yeah. Right? They they try to force everyone to use their real names, but I, don't, I forget why they reverted back. Oh, I don't know. My real name is still on there on YouTube. Was it really? I thought it was just supposed to be. Yeah, I remember they made that transition where like you had to log in with your Google account or something like that. Yeah, right? but you, uh, just... you can change the name though. Like oh, yeah? if you go to the comments, you're not gonna see like yeah, they're not like that Michael. Anymore. No, just me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the only one left. Yeah, most people have like weird ass avatars and shit. Yeah, like, which is the way it's supposed to fucking be. We're all anons. Yeah, but but <laughs> like fucking four chan, we're just anons, dude. Yeah, but the us. problem with that is is that you don't get to see true society. You get to see like anonymous society with a yeah, bunch of yeah, assholes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, when you're anonymous, you're fucking just a bunch of keyboard warriors. Yeah, right? yeah. You can do and say whatever you want. There's no repercussions. But yeah, man, that's that's interesting. I I'm, I can't wait to see the voice. Yeah, I understand the purpose behind it. And I yeah, Dan Larimer is like a hardcore libertarian, right? So I think he hates seeing liberals like dominate. <laughs> Not only do they dominate like traditional media, they're dominating fucking online media too. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I don't know how they fucking get away with this. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. But I, I don't know. And we haven't heard when that's going to come out, too. Like, it's just. I haven't heard jack shit. I haven't been following it or nothing, man. Yeah. Bigger fish to fry, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's call it. Wrap it up there. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, well. This was a, uh, a, a quick podcast. We just recorded one a couple of days ago, only because we wanted to uh, chime back in on. On what Bitcoin's price was. And and Donald Trump, we forgot this. Oh, yeah. He tweeted about Bitcoin. Yeah, that's another big... F- we talked about the Treasury Secretary. Fucking forgot about the president. Yeah. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> yeah, again, the presidents have been fucking quiet about this until all of a sudden Facebook shows up, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah. Like I said, there's huge pressure on the government's shoulder now. So he says what every other uh, person who doesn't understand cryptocurrency says is for illicit activity... And it's made out of nothing. It's made out of thin air, just yeah. like uh, the good old dollars made out of yeah, thin just air. Yeah, like fiat made out of nothing. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the same old stuff that we've heard before. Yeah. But the point is he, he recognized it, and it didn't really affect the price or anything. Not at all. No. Yeah. And like, even if he says something good about it, it wouldn't affect the price. Uh, I don't know. Dude, I imagine if he said, you, if you're not buying Bitcoin, you don't know what you're doing. Or what if you said, like, Bitcoin is the future of finance or something like that. Bitcoin, like, cryptocurrencies are bigly. <laughs> imagine if his Twitter account got hacked and that's what he said. Huh? Imagine if, imagine if his oh, Twitter account got hacked. That's what we were talking about earlier, dude, about these deep fake things. Like, someone could do that. It's like yeah. McAfee. He got his account yeah. hacked and it was shilling a bunch of shit, too. Yeah. Well, he himself shilled He shilled himself, too. too, yeah. <laughs> but... Yeah, man, the fucking president. Yeah, like you said, it's it's just more awareness. Yeah, I don't think still the general population is still sleeping. Like they don't give a fuck about any of this. It only took ten years, but I think Libra was the reason why he talked about it because well, he mentioned sure. he mentioned Libra in the tweet too. It wasn't just Bitcoin. Exactly. Yeah. So that that this is the good we can take from Libra so far up until this point. Libra is is, is accelerating things. It's the tackle. What was the position? Fullback. Fullback. Yeah. Fullback to Bitcoin's running back. Exactly. So I think. Yeah, because I mean, the fullback is the one who fucking blocks. blocks. Yeah. And he's the head of the running back, I guess. So yeah, like I said earlier, if you're a developer and you wanna join the uh the movement of creating companies, I guess. <laughs> yeah, right? Like like fuck, 
Yeah, now I just want to like make companies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was easier, man. Yeah. It's definitely not easy, but No. You know, you got to you got to try though. Yep. Or get rich or die sure. trying. There you go. Yeah. Or buy Bitcoin. <laughs> so whatever. <laughs> Anyways. All right, guys. So uh, make sure you visit our website at the Block Runner uh, and reach out to us on Twitter. That's a big thing. Yeah, man. And we'll be back maybe um, in a couple of days, I guess, when something crazy happens. Yeah, exactly. And I've been sleeping so hard on my fucking blog post, dude. I don't think I made one in like oh, two months or something. <laughs> uh, you know what? I've been writing, but I haven't been posting. So I have stuff to like post, but good. I just uh, I'm I'm because I'm I'm like I need to make that part three of how to invest in cryptocurrency. Now, for some reason, I just don't know where to start. Like, you know, because this is like the meat and potatoes. Well, one like, of the things that I do is uh, you just I don't, simply write, uh, yeah, and then organize later. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, because otherwise that blank page will just. I need to learn like a writing process. Like I, I, I have a lot of th- thoughts. I just I don't have a good, like way to like collect writing your thoughts. Process. Yeah, maybe it's, like my fucking environment's too chaotic or something like that. Or that's possible. My, something you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not like a fucking writer. <laughs> you well, know? well, I yeah. can be. I yeah. feel like you know I I can write. Like I said, I have tons of ideas. It's just I need to find a method. Yeah, for sure. I mean? A for consistent sure. method, a, a good one. Well, I feel like once I crank that one out, the third part three, yeah, like I can't decide if I want to get like super in depth with like actually how to invest and, or should I just like bullet point like important things? I don't know, but I'll figure it out. And then once I get past that mental barrier, pretty much is what it is. Yeah. Then I could just write about anything. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And like, like I would like I would like to write about what we just talked about right now. How like the government. All of a sudden, is like kickstarting the gears. Yeah, it's all of shit. a sudden interested in cryptocurrencies. Yeah, that would be a great thing to write about. Yeah, and you know we'll have some updates to the website too. I mean, we're talking about the moon room and then our predictions yeah. on prices and all that. So that needs to all go up. So there's a lot of stuff to do. I don't think you ever mentioned the moon room on here, but oh, we haven't. I don't think so. Essentially, yeah, it'll be like it'll it'll be our personal track record of just to keep predictions, us predictions. Yeah, of of like you know our entry and exit points. It's just mm-hmm. to make sure it's basically like a trophy case <laughs> created yeah. for ourselves <laughs> to show that like we're not complete bozos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we can make some because good we, purchases. We, we've made some good calls up until now. Yeah, we made a really good one for Bitcoin. Yeah, and and only now it's been kind of sketchy just because Bitcoin's been weird. Yeah. But uh Yeah, like we don't claim to be good traders. Like I definitely don't. We're we're swing traders to a good to an extent. We're, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're like long term ish traders. I, yeah, I feel like uh, my spe- my good side is is uh, identifying trends yeah. and spotting. Fuck it, I'll write about this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll write it on the blog. Um, yeah, I mean, we, obviously we got tons to do. To yeah, do but here. that's the tr- that's the moon room. Yeah, <laughs> that's our trophy case essentially. <laughs> There's that, and then eventually we'll have some Decentraland shit to. Oh yeah, to for do. sure. Which will be fucking cool. There was an announcement that uh, you can start publishing right from I the builder, that. which yeah. is good, but it's not. That's not what I want to see. I want to see like dates and deadlines. You know, like beta. Beta, you? yeah. I want to yeah. see this thing already. Yeah, there's that, and then hopefully once this thing is finished and like it's we're there, we're in. I'll start streaming that. And For sure. And then YouTube will start chugging out some YouTube videos on occasion, hopefully. Yeah. We got a lot of work to do, man. <laughs> so hopefully uh, this all pays off one day. Yeah. <laughs>
It, you know what I mean? It will, especially when Bitcoin's at 50k. Yeah. And when All it does, of a sudden, the donations start coming in. Yeah, when it does pay off. Like... <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I appreciate you listening, and we'll be back for another episode next week. Um, thank you very much. Signing out. See you. Thank you for listening to the Blockrunner podcast. Make sure you visit our website, theblockrunner.com, and sign up to stay up to date on the latest in crypto. Also, reach out to us on Twitter at TheBlockRunner.